This is episode number 430 with NBA basketball star Mike Conley. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. We have another fellow friend from Ohio. That's right. You guys know that I'm from Ohio, and I love when I get to interview other people who are from Ohio or who have done amazing things in Ohio. And Mike Conley is a former basketball player at The Ohio State, and he is also an NBA basketball player for the Memphis Grizzlies. He is a point guard, and he has played with the Grizzlies since being drafted fourth overall in the two 2007 draft and recently he passed Pau Gasol to become the all-time leading scorer in the franchise history and he's also created history with his five-year 153 million dollar contract as it's the highest paid contract of any basketball player of all time very cool to hear his story and to hear what he's done and all of his hard work, how it's paid off. Some of the things we talk about are how to cultivate a champion's mindset and really what it was like growing up with a father who was an Olympic medalist and how he trained and conditioned his mind growing up to be where he's at today. We also talk about Mike's pregame ritual to get his mind ready before every single game, what he does. I think you're going to find it fascinating. Also, how to get back on track if you feel off in any way from your usual game. What Mike is most proud of off the court, his non-negotiables that he practices every single day, and so much more. Guys, I hope you enjoy this one. Make sure to share it with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 430. Tag me on social media, tag Mike as well, and you got all the show notes for Mike and his social and where you can connect with him back at the link. All right, guys, without further ado, let me introduce to you the one, the only, Mike Conley. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card it's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases that's the powerful backing of american express learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card Okay, quick math. 
The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep, obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash greatness. netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. We have the legend, Mike Conley, in the house, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to meet you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had to wear the Ohio State <laughs> shirt. When Anytime I get to connect with someone from Ohio or that played at Ohio State, it's uh, always fun for me. And we've got some mutual friends with Brandon yeah. from Lamp Apparel. So um, very excited, man. You've had an incredible 10-year career with the same team in the NBA. You're the highest paid NBA player of all. In history, yeah. you broke, you made history, <laughs> which is amazing, and you've just done some incredible things since you've been playing, man. And you also um, grew up with a father who was an Olympian. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, he won right. a triple jump. Is that what he right? Yeah, oh, he won the medal? triple jump in '92. '92, yeah. and then he was a long medal. jumper as well. And long jumper did everything, but those were his main events. Amazing, you know? man. And um, that must have been cool to have an a-, a father for you know who had that athletic mind to kind of like teach and train. I would think, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was very cool, but it it was normal for me, so right, I didn't right. know what was you yeah. know what it was like for most people. But for me, it sure. was like to see him, you know, running and jumping and sweating mm-hmm. and doing all that was just like, oh, you know, dad's just doing what he does, thing. you yeah, know. Yeah. And, not realizing how you know cool of an experience that is for yeah. a kid to be able to watch that and, yeah. and learn from it. So he was at the Olympics when. How old were you when when he won? Um, I was five. Wow. I was five when he won. So I was just at the age where I kind of knew, knew what was going on, and you know. But you know, at the same time, I didn't really grasp right. what he had did until I got a little bit older. Sure, that's cool. And would you say he is um, the most influential person in your life growing up, or was someone else more influential? Well, I think both of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad being one because of his ability, uh, you know, on the track and field, um, and, you know, on the, you know, when he's running and, and, and pre- preparing for what he does and his right. mindset and the things that I got to feed off of him and learn from him, you know, were, you know, things that were priceless. You can't find yeah. that, you know, in most, in most, you know, households. And uh, my mom, you know, with my dad being gone all the time, she was raising, you know, me and my brothers and, and my sister, you know, right. basically – solo for the most part because he's always training or always in you know different country competing and and we couldn't always be together so she was as strong a woman as i've ever met and always was positive always was you know making sure that we had everything we needed to be successful Mm -hmm. um you know for whatever we wanted to be in life so that was you know those two people were definitely it what would you say is the biggest lesson you learned from both your mom and your dad um from my mom, I think is patience. You really, know, um, patience is the one thing that I get from her. Not from my dad. My dad doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a uh, a loose cannon than than, than right. I am. But 
Um, <laughs> we, we say he has like attention deficit disorder or something yeah. where he's always just doing stuff. But, um, no, I, my mom just, you know, always preached patience, you know, yeah. things will come, um, just continue to work, continue to, to, yeah. you know, stay dedicated, things like that. And, and, and your time will come. And, and I believe that and, and slowly, but surely that's how my life kind of played out. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting that that happened. Um, and my dad is, 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 you know, the biggest thing I learned from my dad is, is preparation, you know, yeah. um, I was in ice tubs and ice bags and stuff like that when I was nine, ten, eleven years old, learning how to treat your body, learning mm. how to maintain things, learning how to prepare the night before a game. You know, mm. most kids are just going to sleep, staying up night, staying playing up video late, games playing or video games, yeah. doing whatever. I'm in an ice tub or doing this, that, and the other, and then you know, eating pasta, making sure mm. I'm eating the right meals before the day of the game, not just the day of so mm -hmm. um those things really kind of prepared me for the next level as i kept getting older and older that's cool and you got to i mean it's pretty cool you got to play with uh, greg odin growing up was that just in high school or was that even before then and me and greg uh we met in sixth grade so and was he like a seven foot he beast was, then or what he was like six six you right, know right. About six 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 seven but still was like you know for that age he was seven <laughs> he was footer beast. you know yeah. so it was uh it was amazing to have that kind of a friend yeah um but you know for us to have played together all through middle school high school and mm -hmm. to go to college was just like a dream for me you know because yeah he made the game easy he made the game fun you yeah. know having a guy like that and that talented do you think you'd be in the same position now if you didn't have him kind of in those four or five years of high school and i really doubt it you know i really doubt it i think that um i'm I, i've learned over the time that you don't get anywhere by yourself you know and i've learned that um, the relationship that we've had, the things that we helped each other um, get over, the obstacles we've had to yeah. get over. I mean, we were the most competitive two people you'd meet. We'd always, in, in, in practices or shoot-arounds or mm -hmm. anything, in open gyms, we'd always be on the opposite teams because we wanted to beat each other. Wow. So it was constantly trying to, you know, beat each other, the first one in the gym, who's going to be the first one in, who's going to be the last <laughs> one to leave. You know, that kind of thing wow. was going on. With, we are always competing. So, I mean, it was that kind of relationship helped push me help push yeah. him and and you know i wouldn't i i honestly think i wouldn't be in the same position if i hadn't had that sure wow who was the uh the best player you ever played against in from high school till before till college from to, one, to college yeah um best high school player gosh um i would have to say oj mayo was pretty good mm. um in high school was pretty unbelievable actually yeah. <laughs> um that i got to play against i never got to play against lebron or any of those yeah. guys who were a little bit older but um he was phenomenal i mean he really? could do everything and you know he was already six five or whatever he, he is he was already developed so he was just that much better than everybody man child yeah oh yeah but what about a college for when you were there college um the best player i think you know i think it was for me it was probably probably when we played North Carolina, um, it wasn't just one player. It was like Ty Lawson. It was uh, Wayne Ellington. It was Brandon Wright, Tyler Hansborough. They had like a team full of NBA players. So it was just that kind of like shocked you right away. Like, man, these guys are, you know, good. So that was right. uh, that was an experience. Yeah. What about the most memorable moment from high school until now in a game? Oh, my gosh. Most memorable moment from high school until now. Um, probably – for me, still to this day, is the Xavier Ohio State game, and we were in the the uh, NCAA tournament, and we were down maybe three points with 
five seconds left and the guy goes to the line and misses two free throws and we get the rebound and go up the court and Ron Lewis hits a deep three to tie it and we go into overtime and from overtime I had like 11 or 12 straight points and we win wow. and we had no business winning that game but that game propelled us to you know eventually going to the final four eventually going to the championship game and and easily just one shot you know there would have been no changes chance. everything wow. you know so that that one moment I think is the one thing that sticks out to me more than anything mm. Mm. Now I'm curious about uh, this is actually a question that Brandon sent over to me he said uh, how did growing up with a gold medalist affect the way you looked at success did the pressure ever get to you or did it drive you forward well, um, the pressure never got to me. I think I was I always expected to win. I mm-hmm. always expected to succeed. You did or your your dad I did. Wow, really? I didn't expect he didn't he didn't think that for me it was something I already had just from really just from being around. Uh, being around success you you be like you like when you go into something you're like, I'm gonna win. Wow. There's no way. I don't think about the opposite. Like you don't hmm. think about what if I don't win, what if I don't make this shot, what if I it's just all about like, all right, we're winning tonight. How are we going to do it? You know, <laughs> wow. and that's the mindset that I had. And and it was funny because in high school, all the way to college, that we literally, you know, we probably lost eight games in five or six years total, um, going up from ninth grade up to you know twelfth, and then to college. So and even in college, we lost four games, and one being in the championship game. So um, we were just. I was trained that way, just to just to think positive, think about the how you're going to win, not how you know what if you fail type right, thing. So, right, right. Um, or the fear of like, oh, we might not win. Right. A lot of people are stuck because they're afraid of losing. Exactly. Or they're afraid if they're an entrepreneur of putting out a business project that's not going to work, so they never actually even start it. Exactly. Because they're crippled by fear. Exactly. So, how would you teach someone, or what would you share with someone watching or listening on? how they could cultivate or train themselves to have this, I guess, champion's mindset, this winning mindset. Yeah. Um, well, understanding that, you know, fear isn't all bad. I think fear drives some people to, to work a little bit harder, like just the yeah. fear of the unknown or whatever. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, like my coach once told me, uh, Lionel Holland said, a scared man can't win. So I always took that to heart, thinking like if you go out there believing that you can win, believing you can be successful no matter what you do, um, whether it's with business or uh, on the court or, um, you know, in a classroom. If you believe you can do it, if you believe you and you failed, you know you gave everything you had you had to it at that point and you just didn't have enough. But if you go out there and you just cripple yourself and you literally paralyze yourself by putting those, you know, those thoughts in there like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'll be ready for this test. I don't know if I'm – you won't you won't be ready no chance you, know, you won't you yeah. won't be successful you yeah. won't win you won't have a shot and those are um you know the mental mindset you know mm-hmm. just to be able to constantly positive positively reinforce yourself just to think in those terms just like i can do this and you say i can and i will as opposed to i don't know maybe mm-hmm. you know there's no doubt so you know you just make sure that you continue to have that positive belief when you have a loss uh in the nba now how do you bounce back from it or what do you think about do you just kind of eliminate it and then go back into this positive mindset or do you start to doubt yourself at all or how does it work well for us now since we play so many games yeah. when we lose i try to um, what i do is i give myself a night so that night i watch the film mm-hmm. i watch what we could have did better what i could have did better where i messed up right uh to improve and after that night is over I move on to the the next game or yeah. the next task, you know, because if you 
it's one thing to to lose and sit there and dwell on it and, and keep yourself in that moment and constantly be thinking like you know oh my god I messed up on this this play or that play and then it continues to happen and you're constantly thinking about it and there's one way to and there's another thing to you know fix that issue by going back and saying all right I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything I got into this for this next seven eight hours and learn from my mistakes right. and go out here and improve on it and if like I said earlier if you're good enough and you win you win sometimes you yeah. you give everything you got and you don't win and that happens but as yeah. long as you know that you're prepared for it and you did your you know your work your homework on it and you go out there and you you know prepare it you can't be as upset when mm-hmm. it comes to, you give to your losing. Best. yeah yeah is there a, a ritual or a routine that you have either the night before a game or a couple hours before a game that sets you up to have this mindset that you like either it's a mantra you say or something that you do on the court or in your room is there something that you do that sets you up yeah um well i have a i'm a very uh <laughs> i have a long routine i should say yeah, but it starts I'm interested it starts from when i wake up in the morning um you know when i wake up in the morning um i get myself ready just like i might not get out of bed for 20 minutes I'll just sit there and close my eyes and just be thinking about what I'm gonna do that day like in that game later later that night like what my shot feels like what you know how my legs feel putting myself in that moment um and I actually learned that from one of the our Navy SEAL uh we had a Navy SEAL guy come speak to us and um he spoke to us uh right before I I came back from when I broke my face in one Mm -hmm. of the games I came back, you know, six or seven days later, and my eyes were still swollen oh. and stuff, and I had a mask on and all this. And he was just like, "Let me talk to you for a second. And he preached all this, you know, mental preparation, all this, you know, foresight, and basically meditation. You know, being able to sit there and and think about what you're doing ahead of time to prepare yourself. So that's something I do every morning um, to get ready for that. Because at that point, then I know that I'm prepared. You know, for my shoot around, for my workout, for my lift. Uh, going all the way up into when you know layup lines and the tip ball, the national anthem, all that stuff. I think about wow. and put myself in that position. And then when I when I'm there in that position, I'm I'm like, okay, I feel feel like I've been here. I know what I'm doing. I feel good. And then I know I'm ready to go. You know, some days I might lose focus. I might, you know, baby might be crying. I have all kinds of things yeah, going yeah. on. I'm like, man, I don't feel it. I don't feel like I'm in my. I didn't prepare it like I should have today. And I just feel off, and in those days I don't play as well, and I already know it. I mean, right away. So it's just wow. Like, and and my wife knows, her family knows. Like, don't bother me <laughs> during game days. I don't want to be having to worry about tickets. I don't wow. want to have to worry about who's talk to your where. wife or whatever. Yeah, you're you got you got to talk to somebody. Talk to her. Don't come in the room when I'm there when I'm taking a nap because I'm 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 not just sleeping. I'm like preparing, preparing and focusing, and don't want to have to be disturbed. You know, in that whole process, even if it's six seven hours before a game. Wow. Yeah. When you are, let's say you're feeling off, like in warm ups or in the first quarter of a game, is there a way that you can? I guess, readjust your mindset to get back on track? Or is it kind of like, eh, we'll just make the best of it this yeah. whole night? Or You know, that's something that I've I've learned over the, you know, last five or six years, just, you know, trying your best to, to I guess, refocus your attention mm-hmm. on the on the now. You know, now that you know that you might have messed up somewhere in your – The day. In the yeah. day, coming to this point that you're at now. All right, so now what, you know, close your eyes. Now what can you do to help – going mm. forward what what can you do how can you refocus how can you get your body back into 
that mode, get your mind back in that mode. And, and that's something I try to do. You know, if I feel, feel I'm off, I'll try to readjust it right before a game, just sit there and put my head down uh, on the bench right before the national anthem or something, right before the starting lineups and try to visualize again, like just re you know, emphasize certain things, reemphasize, yeah. you know, holding my arm up during shots, you know, just, just things that uh, are technical that I know that muscle memory would take over if I continue to, you know, just go out there and, and play. That's cool. What's something you've done that you're most proud of that maybe not a lot of people know about you? Um, What have I people done? People know about your stats and yeah. awards and contracts, but what's something that maybe is a smaller thing or something behind yeah. the scenes or – it's not on video. You yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think the, one of the biggest things that I've, I've been able to do because of, um, the opportunity I've been given in this league is helping people I love get through, um, different obstacles such as I have a friend I helped get through college and see wow. him graduate, you know, that he wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that. And for him to wow. be so you know, thankful, um, so grateful. And uh, same thing for um, my sister is going to be actually the first one to graduate out of all of our Because uh, you left after your first year. I left year. early, so <laughs> she's going to beat me to it. But um, I'm going to catch her, though. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, she's going to graduate before me. And um, just seeing her, you know, being able to, to walk up there and, and yeah. accept, her, accept her, you know, diploma and, and, and just see her, you know, be so happy. Yeah. Um, I mean, and degrees. I mean, the stuff that she wants to do now is I feel like I had a big part That's um, cool. in, in helping, you know, her get through that. So, I mean, it's just cool to see people I love mm-hmm. um, progress because of, you know, me being able to, to help in any, any other way. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included but you don't take yada yada in life so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide when you want the best you have to act quickly 
or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game, or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Yeah. Now you're from the Midwest, so I got to believe you have a, a pretty good heart and pretty good grounded community of friends and family. But is, you know, when everyone that you've known your whole life sees this huge contract that you get, is there a challenge with having like this new money that's coming in and everyone knowing, hey, can I get a little money here and here? Right. Is, is that a struggle for you to kind of manage that? Or have you been able to do it gracefully? Um, I've been thankful enough to not have too many people Take where I say too many, yeah. but there, there's been, you know, yeah. some struggles here and there over the years. I mean, not even just with the new contract, but mm -hmm. even before when you first get to the NBA, there's always going to be people asking just, to, always. just one time, can you help me do this one time? A thousand you, bucks. Give me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me can, this. You, can you help me put a down payment on this? And I'm just like, you know, I learned early, especially from my mom, you know, you, you can help people in so many different other ways, not just giving them you're just giving you gotta you know hey i'll help sign you up for um this program or this class to help mm -hmm. you you know get a job in that field that you want to be in you yeah. know something along those lines except you know especially um allows them to to learn how to to be independent and learn how to get yeah. it on their own as opposed to always if they get it from me one time keep coming they, back. they're gonna keep coming back so empowering those, as opposed to enabling exactly right? okay exactly. cool i like that um What's a non-negotiable for you on a daily basis? Are there any things that are non-negotiable? Like every day I have to do this. I have to eat a certain way or meditate or I have to play golf or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> I've got to, you know, say something to my wife or, you right. know, is there something that's a non-negotiable? Um, I think one is uh, I will never leave the house without kissing, you know, my son and my wife, mm. you know, if they're there and you know, if we're around each other, that's, that's non-negotiable. It's definitely going to happen. Um, you know, regardless, because that's just how I am. So. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Is that pretty much? That's about it. Everything else, I'm, I'm pretty much. You know, I'm open. I'm open. Yeah. Open book. Open minded. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm like, if you ask me what I'm gonna do the rest of the day, I'll just tell you. I don't know. Hey, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Got it. Whatever comes my way. Yeah. You know. The beautiful thing about being a pro athlete is they have the schedule for you for the things you need to do already. Right. Everything's right. scheduled. You're like, yeah. Just show up and practice this lift. Just be on ice. time. That's it. Be ready to go. That's Take it. action. That's yeah. cool. Who's your biggest mentor or teacher today? Uh, biggest mentor um, or teacher today? Gosh, um, I really, I've had so many over my my career, but I think uh, one of them is David Porter. He's a, a, a recording artist. Hmm. Uh, back in the day, he did a lot of stuff with Isaac Hayes. Um, uh, he wrote the he wrote the song. You know, hold on. 
I'm coming. You know, all that, all that <laughs> yeah. good music back in the day. Sure, so sure. He's, he's got, you know, so many records, but he's from Memphis, oh. um, lives there now. Um, and we, we golf together. We hang out yeah. in off season. And, uh, and I constantly pick his brain. I constantly really? learn from him because he's successful in what he does. He's one mm-hmm. of the more successful people in his industry. And, um, and to understand where his mindset is and what, you know, what can I learn from a guy like this? What can I take away? Um, his work ethic and his his drive and what drive you know what drives him what you know what makes him different and um and those are things that you know we talk about a lot and it's cool to have a yeah. friend like that 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 uh is is not associated with basketball sure but, um but uh it still can give you the, the life lessons that's cool what's the biggest thing you've learned from him so far well i think uh the biggest thing for for him has just been probably just you know humility and everything you do you know honoring those before you um it's not about you you know it's not about you at the end of the day it's about those who helped you those people who got you help get you where you're at how how you can affect other people um and and it's just the selfless mindset and uh and that's the most important thing mm, man you, know. you seem like such a humble grateful guy i oh, mean yeah. you've, you've created so <laughs> much but you seem like just a down-to-earth good dude you know it's the first time we've interacted yeah. I wasn't really sure what to expect, <laughs> but being from, you know, you're from Indiana, correct? Yeah. But Midwest, you're a neighbor to Ohio. So I was I like, this guy's got this. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was like, this guy's got to be a good dude. But I'm just like so impressed with your humility. Thank and, you. And, you know, the thought that you're saying, you know, um, thinking about people who have been there before you, the people that have helped raise you, the people that have really supported you, because it isn't about just us. You know, right. we, you didn't do this on your own. It right. took hundreds of people probably oh, from yeah. every different stage of your oh, life yeah. to set you up to be here yeah that's really cool man i really appreciate that <laughs> from you. you is there anything you regret in your life gosh you regret um, not going back a second year to ohio state or i think that that would be one of my one of my first ones i wish really? i could have won oh yeah before i left mm-hmm. i think that that would be one i always think about i wish i could have won that championship and before i went moved on um but at the same time i can't say i regret it fully because i think me having to go through what i went through at the time mm-hmm being drafted and being on a team that literally lost 60 games, you know, our first, my rookie year. Yeah. Cause we were the fourth pick, right? Yeah. Right? Fourth pick. And we were, we weren't very good. And the next year we weren't very good. I mean, it was a culture shock for me to have to go from always being up the here. That's your whole life. Yeah. To all now, now you're at the bottom. Oh. Now you have, you don't have many fans in the, in there oh. cheering for you. They're, you know, they're angry, they're booing all this stuff. So, I went through a lot, you know, you know, a lot of criticism, all that stuff that that comes with it. So, uh, I think all that really mm-hmm. helped me, uh, you know, kind of reinvent myself, especially mentally, physically, everything. I, I just worked that much harder, and I don't know if I would have had that maybe if I, you know, won a championship and right. been all high and mighty, and I got drafted a different position and yeah. I was on a good team or whatever. Things could have been different. So, I'm just happy that I went through what I did. Yeah. Wow. And what's the biggest adversity you've faced from childhood to now, would you say, that you've had to overcome? Um, biggest thing I've had to overcome. Um, was it always easy for you growing up as well? Was it like? It was never It was never easy. I would say that I was I was good at basketball. Now, I, I was really, really good at basketball. But the things that I was the smallest person. You were you tiny. Know, I yeah. was the smallest person in, on all of my teams. So it was me having to constantly play. And I never played my age group, so I was always mm. playing. If I was 12, I was playing with 17-year-olds. So wow. I was always small, small. So it was just like for me, it was always trying to 
to balance the fact that, yeah, I'm getting beat up. I'm too little. I understand that. But understanding that I'm still five years younger than these guys or I'm right. four years younger than these guys, and I'm not that bad. I'm that, you know, I'm this You're good. still scoring. You're still. Yeah. Right. So that, that was one thing for me was just understanding that I can, I can be great. It's just I have to continue to believe that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, playing up, I think, helped. Mm, helped uh, develop cool. that a little bit. That's cool. And now you're up for uh, the all-star team nominations right now. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we find out hopefully in the next in the next next month or so. Yeah, you yeah. know, hopefully, um, you know, the the voting started. I think probably like last week or two weeks okay. ago. So um, fans vote, players vote. Yeah. Know, How so. important is this for you? Um, it'd be very important, you know, that I could, that I could make it. Um, I, I think for me, it's been cool to see guys on my team over the last few years who were new to being mm-hmm. all-stars become all-stars because we all developed at the same time and to yeah. see them succeed. Um, and now it's like, all right, everybody else got one. I want to get one you. too now. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think if we're winning, our team is doing well, it's hard to ignore, um, you know, when the good teams are winning. The Absolutely. players that they have on there, so I yeah. think everybody wins when it comes to that. And this is your best season ever, right? In terms of like points and the stats. Yeah, having a great year. You know, it's having amazing. a great year, just trying to stay healthy, man. Stay, stay healthy, be on the court, and uh, help the team. That's it. Uh, I got a few final questions for you. Okay. Um, and this is a question I ask everyone at the end of the interviews, and it's called the three truths. Okay. So many, many years from now, you've achieved everything you've ever wanted to do. You've been an all-star, however many times you want to be. You've won the championships. You've done things after sports. Um, and it's your last day here on earth, many years from now, right? Okay. And uh, one of your great-great-grandchildren come up, and they say, for whatever reason, everything you've created, all the highlight videos, it's gone. Uh-huh. We, can't, we don't have anything to remember you by. So here's a piece of paper and a pen. Can you write down the three things you know to be true from everything you've experienced in life that you would pass on to us? Essentially, your three truths or three lessons that Gosh, embody you. It's a great question. I think um, I think one would be, I think the number one would probably be the that the process is more important than the actual result mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to anything in life. I think. If you go by the process the right way, you prepare the right way, you work the right way, you do the right things, that if if you are able to succeed, you will. If you have that opportunity, it's great. Sometimes it's ups and downs. Some people get lucky. But if you don't make it and you gave everything you had to it, you did what you did. But um, don't be fed up if the result doesn't match what the, you know, the work you put in because you at least gave yourself that chance. And I think that's one um two um i think for me as always like i said it goes back to humility goes back to you know if you are you are constantly not thinking about yourself you're constantly um you know unselfish you're constantly worried about the other person you you're a happier person you you're you know you're able to live life full um as opposed to just always worrying about yourself always worrying about what what, what you are doing you know but um, I think that'd be one. Um, the final one. Gosh, um, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Final one. Man, final one. I think it just goes, this hits on everything. Is is belief. You know, have mm-hmm. faith, uh, have hope. Um, no matter how dark the time is, just always have faith. Always have hope and believe in yourself because 
whatever situation you're in, there's a way out. There's mm-hmm. a way you can get there, and and you have to constantly, you know, be pushing that into your, your mind, just believing, right. and confidence, and just knowing that you can do something, even when somebody tells you you can't, and uh, even when they a door shuts, you know, open the next one, you know, go that way, you know, and just not, not you know, be be okay with with stopping at that door and saying, oh, this is this is what God gave me, or this is my situation i just mm-hmm. i started here and this is where i'm in i just continue to to, to rise right that's cool so. i love it those are great truths man yeah. thanks for that um before i ask the final question i want to take a moment mike to acknowledge you for your incredible heart man you've got a, such a big heart you're so Thank humble you. and you're so driven to be the best that you can be and you're such an example of what's possible for people i mean again being like always the smallest guy and look what you've done now. You've created history in the NBA, right. and you've done some incredible things. But I think what I wish people could experience about you the most is your humility and the fact that you are so humble, mm-hmm. so giving, so caring about other people as well. It just is a, it's a testament to you, man. And I Thank want to you. really acknowledge you for that Thank gift. You. For me, that's more impressive than the stuff you do in the NBA. <laughs> so you. That's what I want. To be yeah. remembered by the end of the day is not what I do on the court, man. Yeah, it's you're a genuine, everything else, genuine guy, and it's just it's really cool, man. Thank so I acknowledge you. you for that. Before I ask the final question, where do you like to hang out the most online? What's your do you like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Where are you most? Um, I'm where should a, we follow you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I love um, the IG, man. Yeah, Mac Eleven is yeah. my name. M A C Eleven. Okay, so it's uh. That's my number one, probably Twitter. Mm-hmm. I get on as well. That one's M Conley eleven. Okay, cool. So um, both of those I get on, but you know, for the most part, I just kind of surf and sure, sure. look at look at different pages and yeah, look yeah. at the funny stuff. You know, cool, so. awesome. Um, we'll follow you there. And the final question is, what's your definition of greatness? Ooh, um, I think my definition of greatness is, I think. Not only knowing, not only being the best, but knowing that you are the best mm. at whatever you do. Knowing that you have achieved a level, not just how, you, not because you achieved it, but how you achieved that that success. The 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 steps you took, the where you started from to where you're at, that gap is what defines greatness and what makes greatness. I think out of anybody. Mm. Mike, you're the man, brother. Appreciate right, you, man. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. There you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this interview with the incredible Mike Conley. And I enjoyed connecting with him again. Uh, got to rep the Ohio love and uh, dab it out, hug it out, all that stuff. Talk about Ohio and Ohio State, how much we appreciate um, people from Ohio, things like that. It's cool to know that he lives in Columbus still in the off season. So had a great time connecting with him. If you enjoyed this interview, make sure to share it with your friends. LewisHiles.com slash 43 zero all the show notes you can watch the full video interview back there connect with mike on instagram and twitter and tag him as well and let him know what you thought what you enjoyed the most about this and also check out the youtube channel guys we hit over a hundred thousand subscribers in the last year so thank you guys for all your support there so many people they find the youtube channel and then they say wow where has this been my whole life this is some great content and they love it. So make sure to check it out. Subscribe as we put out videos twice a week right now. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.